Everybody, what is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining and Merry Christmas. It is Christmas Day. Hope y'all are having a great time with your families and friends. And I am here today with an old friend. As all month long, we've been having young adults and their leaders on the podcast. I'm here with the one and only Jacob Alger. Hey, Emma. Good to be here. Not Santa Claus, but super excited to be here on hey. Christmas morning. And uh, I'm a longtime listener, first time caller. So super excited to be on the podcast. Yeah, I kind of am amazed that this is your first time, but I can't think of a better close second to Santa. He, he, we asked him to be on the podcast today. He said, no, it's, it hurt my feelings a little bit. Amazing. It's, it's okay. Um, Jacob, for those who don't know you, would you share a little bit about what God's done in your life and then what you're up to these days? Yeah, for sure. So uh, to summarize really briefly, I grew up with two parents who love the Lord and prioritize the things of God in our home, which is an incredible blessing. I'm incredibly grateful. And especially as I get older and have kids of my own to be able to say that. And so from an early age, uh, I had God's revelation before me, making it clear that I was dead in my sins apart from Christ, but that through his sacrifice of his own son, on my behalf, I could be forgiven of my sin and receive mm-hmm. new life. And so my relationship with Christ began at a young age, and uh, God's been faithful to continue growing, pursuing, teaching, pruning, refining me uh, by the power of his spirit for almost the last 20 years, which is kind mm-hmm. of crazy to say, really humbling. Uh, but that's come through a variety of different seasons. Some seasons where I would say I was really eager and yearning for his presence and desiring to make much of God through my life. Uh, and then others where I was seeking satisfaction in other people, in other places, in other things, uh, to eventually only be reminded of my constant need for his grace mm-hmm. and his overwhelming kindness to yeah. draw me back to himself. So that's very high level a uh, little bit about my journey. And then now... Yeah, um, what are you up to now? I am have had the incredible privilege of serving on our staff at Watermark for the last five years. Been a member for the last eight years, which is kind of crazy. And so I oversee our men's community groups, which is a really humbling uh, honor and privilege. So I love what I get to do. And you're married to Brooke. I'm married to Brooke, my better half. and She's we, been on the podcast She before. has been on the podcast. She beat me to it. Uh, but we have two kids, Truett Austin, who will be four in January, beginning January. And then my daughter, Emmy, who'll be three in March. And then we have one on the way coming so in exciting. April. So super pumped. Yeah. Going to have your hands full if you outnumbered. Yes, we are. Pray for us. Yeah, we will. Jacob, if somebody wanted to meet you on a Sunday, what service are you typically going to? And where would they find you? So right now we're typically at the 9 a.m. service. All right. And our the full spot, one. The full one. And we are on the left slant. So if you're looking okay. at the stage, we're somewhere on the left slant, depending on what time we get our kids in the kids' ministry. <laughs> fair, fair. So yes. fair. I love it. Well, I'm excited for you to walk us through God's word. Today, we're reading Matthew 1, 18 through 25. And I know that you observed two important themes. And so I'll let you kind of set up the text for us and then yeah. and then share what those are and, and why we should take notice of them. Amazing. Well, since this text is only seven verses today, let me read the text for us. So if you're listening in the car, wherever you are, uh, you can hear the Word of God read to us, and then I'll make two observations and applications for us. So this is Matthew 1, verses 18 through 25. It says this, Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man, 
and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but knew her not until she had given birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus. Mm. What a text. So good. So much there that we can unpack in seven verses that we don't have fully time to unload (laughs) on the podcast. So let me point out just two main themes that hit me from this passage. And so the first is the idea of God's providential timing. Hmm. Um, I think we see this in a variety of ways through this text. The first is that it says that Mary conceived before her and Joseph had come together. That's a really significant prepositional phrase. Hmm. And it's really significant whenever it comes to understanding the person of Christ, that Jesus, the eternal son, was born of Mary, who was a human, Mm -hmm. but conceived from the Holy Spirit, from God. Which is crazy. Insane. That's crazy for us to think about uh, that God became a man mm-hmm. and dwelt among us. And so, more on that in just a minute. All right. That's the first All thing. Right. Second thing is the timing of the angels appearing to Joseph. It says that the angel appeared to Joseph as he considered these things, meaning, what was he going to do with his wife? Yeah, this isn't a good look for Joseph. Right, totally. So, he's pondering these things. And it says, as he was considering these things, the angel of the Lord appeared to him, which made me just think how beautiful of a thing that God doesn't just know what we need. He knows when we need it. Mm. And it makes me ask myself, uh, am I seeking him? Am I taking time to actually pause and consider things in the presence of God and expecting for him to make his will known? Mm-hmm. And so, because God is faithful to give us what we need when we need it. That's right. And then the, the last thing here is the key word, uh, which I would say is fulfill. Uh, this is a common theme throughout the rest of Matthew's gospel is this idea of fulfillment. Because what Matthew's doing is he's showing his Jewish audience that Jesus is the fulfillment of God's promises, mm-hmm. that he is the promised Messiah. He's not just some good moral man. He's not an unbelievable teacher or an awesome rabbi, or a new prophet. He is the eternal son of God from the line of David, which is significant. The angel tells Joseph, he says, Joseph, son of David, which what he's saying is that this is the fulfillment of God's promise Mm -hmm. to David. This is the king who's coming from the line of David. Back from 2 Samuel 7. 2 Samuel 7. Remember that from the institute? Yeah, we we sat across the classroom from each other. We sure did. Those were the good old days. (laughs) The good old days. Uh, But Jesus is the fulfillment. He's bringing about God's promises of salvation to Mm -hmm. his people, which brings me to the second main theme from this passage, which is this idea of God's perfect plan. Mm -hmm. And I see this in the names that are given here to God's eternal son. The first is Jesus, which means Yahweh saves or God saves. This is what the angel told Joseph in verse 21, wherever he's talking about Mary, says that she's going to conceive and that you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. 
And then second, the name Emmanuel, meaning God with us, which as I said earlier, this is crazy. Yeah. The fact that God is with us. And so think about this, that the one who created all things, who is before all things, who in him all things are held together, as Colossians 1 would say, was carried in the womb of his mother, Mary, whom he had created and held and was holding together. Gavin Ortland would say it this way. He says, just consider it. The one in the manger is both swaddled tightly, yet filling the heavens, mm. clinging to his mother, yet holding every atom in place, crying for comfort, yet sustaining the stars, sleeping among the donkeys, yet adored by the angels. Mm. That is amazing and ought to draw us to worship. And so even in the names that are given to God's eternal son, we see his perfect plan. What was Jesus going to do? He was going to save us from our sins. How was he going to do it? By being with us, by coming to live the life that none of us are capable on our own of living, dying the death, taking on the wrath, which was rightfully ours, to be buried for three days only to rise again so that through him we can have new life and receive forgiveness for our sins and be restored in relationship with God now as we live by the power of his presence. How beautiful is that? It's so beautiful, Jacob. And so God's perfect plan and what he's done. And so I would just encourage you, if you don't know that truth and you found yourself Mm -hmm. listening to this podcast, that you would truly consider those things and that you would place your faith in Jesus for the forgiveness of your sins. But I imagine most of you who are listening to this podcast have received that free gift. Mm -hmm. Um, And so here's my question that I would leave you with is that if God's promise is his presence, am I hungering, thirsting, seeking for and walking with him day in and day out? Mm -hmm. Am I actually enjoying my salvation while I eagerly await the day that we're going to see him face to face and we'll become like him? It's good, Jacob. It's a good challenge, I think, for everyone to consider, no matter where, whether you became a Christian today or 20 years ago, 30 years ago, how, how often and how strongly do we long for his presence? Yeah, that's right. It's good, Jacob. That's Merry right. Christmas. Merry Christmas. And as always, I'm so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.